You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a sinkhole swallowed eight priceless sports cars. How to engineer a car that goes 277.9 miles per hour by Jack Stewart. Records may be made to be broken, but the laws of physics aren't even supposed to bend, which makes it all the weirder that the Koenigsegg Agera RS just set a new production car speed record, hitting 277.9 miles per hour. That is, to use the engineering term, insane. It pushes the limits of aerodynamics, suspension, engine power and tyre rubber. It seems impossible. Koenigsegg, a tiny Swedish supercar outfit, set the new mark this weekend on a closed section of public road in Nevada. In two runs, in opposite directions to factor out things like wind, it averaged a top speed that handily beats the previous record held by the Bugatti Veyron Supersport at 267.81 miles per hour. Also vying for the record is the Hennessy Venom GT that hit 270.49 miles per hour in 2014, but only in one direction, and sparked questions about how many cars you have to build to qualify as a production car. Guinness World Records hasn't officially sanctioned the run yet, but Koenigsegg has declared victory. I'm sure other cars go faster, like the Bloodhound SSC, aiming for four-digit speeds. But that thing is powered by a fighter jet engine, and eventually a rocket. The Agera RS is rare and expensive, but it is the sort of vehicle that, well, some people can buy and drive on public roads. You could take it to the supermarket, if your butler got sick or something. And it drives so fast, the white dashed lines in the centre of the road blur into a solid line. You can top 200 miles per hour before even shifting into seventh gear. The question then is how that's possible. Koenigsegg hasn't revealed much in the way of details, but for any high-speed run, it would have followed a common recipe. Step one, add power. Air resistance goes up by the square of speed and the oomph you need to overcome it increases with the cube of speed. 
Those exponential increases mean you need a ridiculous amount of power just to keep moving forwards, let alone accelerate. Koenigsegg's answer? A 5-litre V8 engine good for more than 1,300 horsepower. Translating that power into forward motion requires tyres to push against the ground. But at high speeds, like those approaching 300 miles an hour, tyres don't always grip. They scrabble and slip, rotating about 5% more than they need to. That not only means some power goes to waste, but the tyres get ground down, spinning against the asphalt. You just eat up the rubber, says Joe Katz, a professor of aerospace at San Diego State University, who has worked for IndyCar and Formula One teams. Michelin engineers reportedly watch the data carefully to make sure their rubber was up to the job. Once you get up to speed, handling becomes a problem. The car's center of gravity can change as it gulps down the heavy liquid fuel from the gas tank. The Nevada road Koenigsegg used looks smooth enough, but even a small bump could be enough to flip the car at over 200 miles per hour. If you hit something and lift the front, you can get airborne almost instantly, says Katz. The answer is downforce, manipulating the air to push all four tires into the ground. But even hypercars demand moderation. Designed for too much downforce and at those gnarly speeds, the air can push the car lower and lower, perhaps to the limits of its suspension. That makes the ride super hard and bumpy. I presume these guys tailored the ground force accordingly, says Katz. Race car engineers do the same, but they have to compromise. They want lots of downforce for corners, but not too much for the straights. By using a road with no bends and going for full-on speed, Koenigsegg's engineers had an easier time. The easiest part of the Agueras RS speed run? Braking. At over 200 miles per hour, even high-performance brakes are near useless. But that's when air resistance goes from enemy to ally. Just come off the gas and let the atmosphere bring down the speed. Okay, so the Swedes didn't break or even bend the laws of physics, and that means it's just a matter of time before the clever engineers at places like Bugatti and Hennessy find a way to top 277.9 miles per hour. The Koenigsegg team knows this. Someday, maybe soon, they'll lose their speed crown and have to fight for it back. But right now, they're enjoying their moment and celebrating. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a sinkhole opened up under the National Corvette Museum. Right now. Betty called me at six in the morning. She thought it was a fire. It was worse. A sinkhole opened up under our museum. Eight priceless Corvettes had plunged into it. Chubb was there within hours. They helped make sure it was safe. We had everyone we needed to get our museum back up and running. And we opened the next day. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. 
Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.